Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Bree Palmer, and this is the Amazing Human series. This is a podcast all about, well, amazing humans. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for taking time out of your day to listen. Really hope you find value in learning from the story you're about to hear. Whether you're new here or you've always listened, I appreciate you so much, and I just want you to remember that you are amazing in your own way. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, what's up? It's Bree. This episode, we speak with Alicia Henley. She's someone I've known on Twitter for a while. We've interacted many times in the Twitterverse, but it was really kind of cool to get to chat with her and sort of see her in a new light, learn new things about her. Don't exactly get the whole picture of someone just based on their Twitter feed or their Instagram. And when you have a conversation with them, you really learn a lot about them. I honestly think she is one of the coolest people I've ever had a conversation with. I'm excited to watch and see where her life takes her because I think that she's destined for really, really cool and great things. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And as usual, let me know what you think. Send me a Twitter or an Instagram DM or rate and review. Let us know what you think. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. And welcome to the show. <laughs> I want I'm gonna say your name, but I feel like I'm gonna butcher it. So is how do you pronounce your name? <laughs> butcher it. It's okay. It's Alicia, like Alicia Keys. Okay. I was gonna say Alicia, but then I was like, ah, I don't wanna say it's the wrong thing. <laughs> it's felt weird and it's always fun uh, uh finally kind of having a I guess, an internet face-to-face conversation when you've only talked to people on Twitter for so long. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all good. Hi, you. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Welcome to the Amazing Human series. Thanks for taking some time out today. Hey, thanks for having me. I know I just bombarded your show and was like, hey, can I come hang out? No, I love it. I love it when it's like women who do that too, because I feel like guys are always like, oh, I'll come on, I'll come on. But it's like, I got to really pull in the girls. So when right. the girls are like, can I be on it? I'm like, yes. No power it is then. Yes, ma'am. So tell me a little bit about you, like you right now. Who are you? What do you do? That kind of thing. So yeah, I'm Alicia Henley. Many um, you know me as a smooth factor. It's very surprising how many people actually just walk up to me and call me by my at name, but that means that I'm doing something right. So uh, currently, uh, to get to this point that I'm at in my career as a as an audiovisual uh, technician, uh, sales engineer, and I do a lot of freelance content creating, I really just took the joys and all the awesomeness that comes with social media, and I collaborated that into what I do in the tech universe. And then I brought those things together to create a bridge for this personal brand that's kind of uh, continued to grow over the years. So it's, it's been a beautiful thing. Uh, I met a lot of people on social media like yourself, and that's why I'm here tonight. And then I actually have actually built my career uh, by meeting certain people online as well, like the company I work for now, um, the CEO. I wrote a blog about him and his awesome company culture about five years ago, and it all came full circle. Cool. And oh, now wow. I'm a sales engineer at his company. So wow. Twitter has, yeah, you know, Twitter has, has done a lot of awesome things for me along with Instagram. And really, I just use social media to, to, to build my, to build my personal brand. Cool. Yeah. You're, and you're doing it in a way that's obviously working really well. So that's a pretty cool story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. 
yeah, I love when they it comes full circle like that. Like you just did that blog for with no outcomes. You didn't think anything would come of it, and then it did. Yeah, five years later, and it's awesome. very surprising. So, and it, it helps with relationships too. You know, like we just built a genuine friendship and relationship online, and then you know, so now it's not any different when I walk into the office um, out there in California and see him, I'm not all starstruck by the CEO of a company. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all good vibes all around. So it, it definitely came first full circle for me. That's awesome. What's your background? Like, did you take something in school that led you to this point? So my, my background, uh, my, my dad is a pastor. So he taught me how to run uh, the soundboards and all that fun stuff at an early age. And it was back, it was back in the day where we used to record his sermons on cassette tapes and burn those onto other cassette tapes with this huge, like, with this, I don't know, it looked like a, it was just a huge machine that we would duplicate our tapes on. And as time evolved, I evolved with the, with the time in our church. Uh, by the time I was like 14, 15, uh, it wasn't a mega church, but we were doing full video streaming. Uh, we had a full choir and band and all that thing, all those things. So I really had to uh, invest my time into learning the audio and learning how to make things sound good and having to learn the visual side of doing projector screens and things like that. And then uh, by the time I graduated high school, uh, me and my immediate family, we moved down to Houston. And I was trying to get some other jobs in, in churches because that's what I knew. Uh, but then everybody was like, go to school. And I was like, for what? I've been <laughs> DJing and, and doing this, you know, since I was little. I know it all. But I ended up going to a trade school called Media Tech. And uh, it was focused. It was focused a lot towards the studio side of audio. Uh, so I learned a lot about that. I started my own publishing company and a uh, record label, which eventually I sold. Uh, which was profitable in my pocket, and I made a pivot into what uh, the industry calls ourselves as an AV industry, to where we focus on audio and visuals. Um, I really stepped into the hospitality space after that, to where I was setting up projectors for conference rooms and running audio for fashion shows and all that good stuff that goes on within hotels. So it's just continued to grow. Uh, from the hotel setting, I went to a in-house position. Um, in a venue that had a stadium, an arena, a conference center, and a theater. And I ran uh, audio and visual type of technology there for almost five years. Wow. Uh, and then what I did with social media while in that position, I would tweet and share pictures of what I was doing behind the scenes because a lot of people just see these big screens and all these lights and this crazy concert going on, <laughs> but they don't really know what's, go you know, what's happening behind scenes. So I utilized what I was doing um, and using it to my advantage on social media and also blogging about those experiences, whether it was running a sound for a football game or a concert. And then manufacturers who actually makes this equipment that I was using started realizing that I was talking about it and it was getting some looks. And then I started writing for them in different publications within the AV industry. And uh, so I still do a lot of freelance work um, on the content creation side with magazines and um, other manufacturers who create things for social, you know, helping them get their social media. But I really didn't want to lose the technical side of what I've groomed myself to be this far. So that's how I got into a, a kind of a sales engineer role. So huh. I can uh, continue to communicate with people, but also share my love for technology and be able to troubleshoot, uh, troubleshoot them through their technical issues as well. Wow, that's crazy. 
It's quite the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's been a long journey, but that's the one thing about audio, and that's really what I wanted to do um, as I continue to build my career is let people know, like, yeah, a lot of the audio schools that are out here focus on uh, sound engineering and, like, a studio or a music feel, mm-hmm. but there's so, there's so many different ways you can take it, and that's really um, – that's really my goal personally is just to see how far I can take this thing. And it seems like the more I learn about other pieces of technology that really help us all communicate, the more I grow. And I just want other people to know that this is, this is a sector of technology that's not really talked about because it's not necessarily the consumer market, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's a, it's a billion dollar industry and it's, it's technology and everybody wants a piece of it. So my job as a young person coming into this, to this industry is just to spread that knowledge I guess and share what I do show people how cool it is yeah for sure that's really neat and I guess I've like now that you're talking about it I've never really sat down and thought about the fact that there's all of that going on in the background like these things have to run somehow (laughs) yeah exactly exactly you know and even from a marketing perspective like you, you see all these awesome companies shooting um you know commercials or trying to you know publish really cool things and videos on social but at the end of the day when you look at some of the higher higher ranked uh marketing people who are throwing out our companies i should say that are throwing out really great content a lot of those outsource to companies Mm -hmm. and you got to have an av team of some sort somebody's recording their audio somebody's shooting the video for them like the worlds collide in so many different ways so i just i just find ways to bridge them together Hmm. that's really neat so what's the what's your biggest like what are your goals with it all going forward? Uh, the goal going forward is, of course, to keep climbing the corporate ladder, I guess. Um, I used to think that I was I was going to have my own AV company and go around and setting up all these events. But I actually worked under um, a guy who actually owned the AV company, and I look up to him still to this day as a great mentor. But I don't want to be him when I'm 65 years old. Like he still goes out and does that stuff, which is cool. You know, he's a grinder and he he's very passionate about what he does. But I know how tired he can get, but he's in great shape. But I didn't want to be that person at 65 to have my own company and still be out uh, putting in that much grunt work. So I stepped back and reevaluated um, the industry overall and looked at it from a different couple of uh, points of views. And really, my goal is just to educate I guess the, the the normal consumer that plays with technology more about uh, the commercial side and what all goes into it on a bigger scale. Cool. Yeah, that's it's good. It's uh there's obviously a lot of information out there that you can share and people don't think about like myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, having but this conversation, it, I probably never would have thought about any of this. <laughs> right. And I really, and a lot of, a lot of people don't really think about it until a piece of their technology doesn't work. Right. Yeah, Good point. So I, I'm that person that's like, all right, your technology doesn't work. I can come in and fix it, but we need to figure out what the best solution is for you um, as an end user to create this, this experience to where you have all this really cool technology um, but you really don't notice that technology. And that's the best part about it. When you can have some really, really awesome, cool technology, but the overall experience just takes over that you don't even realize that the technology is there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're on we're on Zoom right now and it's great. But if it hadn't worked, we'd have been pulling out our hair, <laughs> writing tweets. You know what I mean? So, so a lot of people don't realize that they need uh, kind of people like me until the technology doesn't work. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. 
Very, very interesting. So have you done anything super, super cool that like project wise or worked with someone? Uh, well, with this current company, company, there's a lot of things I can't talk about. Um, we work, <laughs> we work in a, we work in a really cool space in the AV industry. We work uh, in the residential space. <clears throat> so we, we do, um, we do these really, really big, expensive houses for like millionaires and help set up their networks, which, oh, yeah. is, which is really cool. Uh, but before I got into this, this current gig, um, I, I'd have to say the best thing that I really enjoyed doing on a, on a high level was directing um, a football game. So I would be the one who is saying, go camera two for the big screen or let's run commercial or huh. get this shot, you know? So that was, that's really exciting because high school football in Texas is like almost bigger than the NFL. I swear yeah. it's a really big deal. Cool. So um, being able to deliver that, that experience, not only to students and the, you know, the student fan section, but helping parents really experience an awesome, an awesome time watching their kids do what they love is fun too. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's really neat. I love and there's nothing better than putting a, a dad up on screen uh, with their <laughs> with their baby in the air doing the Lion King thing. Yeah, so that, that, that was always fun. That's awesome. That's <laughs> so fun. Love it. What's uh, what's the one thing like if there's anything in the world that you could be a part of, what would it be? Anything in the world that I could be a part of? Like in this world, like in your world, obviously. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I was like, hmm, if I could be anything <laughs> in the world. Um, that's a great question. Um, right now, a lot of things are going uh, to the tech, from the technology point of view, a lot of the gear that I work or our industry works, um, whether it's a soundboard, a video switcher, or anything like that, cameras, they're all being controlled over um, – IP addresses over a network. Okay. So um, if I can be involved in anything, I would probably want to, I would definitely want to seat at the table with the, with the higher up companies or the bigger tech companies, I should say, that are talking about the internet of things, like the people mm -hmm. that are shaping that uh, for the future. Hmm. Yeah, that if would that be, makes, if that makes any sense. Cause I mean, that's, that's happening, right? All of our coffee pots and all of, <laughs> all of our that's all going to be controlled over the internet so if, if I could be anywhere right now I would want to see at that table to really talk about what that looks like and the user experience how we can develop that mm, that would be really neat well you just never know right yeah you never know <laughs> so what else about you makes you you <laughs> um cool well I can I can run some fun uh fun facts I love Ninja Turtles. Anybody who knows me knows that. I've got a ton of Ninja Turtles in my background. Which one's your favorite? Michelangelo. Uh, <laughs> pizza's my favorite food, so I'm always throwing Mikey in there some way. I have a turtle, and his name is Mikey. That's awesome. <laughs> I also have a dog. Her name is Haley. Um, and I, I love pets. I think that makes me amazing. A lot of people don't consider what all pets go through if they don't have great homes. So true. Uh, so... I try to be the best uh, pet mom I can be. <laughs> um, I am really, really nerdy, so I can get into a whole bunch of stuff that I like, but it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of tech stuff. Uh, and I really like to go to these these huge trade shows and 
and again talk about what I'm passionate about. That's something that I really like to do when I'm. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Have you yeah. have you done lots of speaking engagements? I see some of them on your Twitter or on your uh, Instagram, but. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Over the last three years, my speaking engagements have grown. I say about um, another about twenty percent. I really my first speaking engagement was awful. Oh, it was so <laughs> awful. I don't even want to think about it. I was like shaking in my pants. My my hands were shaking. It was awful. But it's, you know, just like anything else, you know, facing your fears, it's grown over the time. And now I speak at all of uh, all of the major trade shows in, the, in my industry from digital signage to AV. Uh, so it's really great to be somebody uh, who industry leaders and trade shows look up to to come and speak at these things. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it took a lot of hard work. It didn't happen overnight. Again, I built my brand on Twitter and wrote blogs and then. Now people look to me for, for the answers and my opinion. And uh, so that's, that's always fun. Hmm. And I have this really cool box. It's called the catch box. Yeah. I was just gonna. <laughs> yeah. So that, that really helps me when I, when I'm on stage, cause I have something to kind of fiddle in my hand, but I also have something that I can use to get the crowd interacted um, with the conversation. So a catch box really is just, it's a microphone, but it's in this soft box. And my first love was audio. So being able to combine audio with engagement is something that's just, I don't know, it's, it's invaluable for me when I'm, when I'm speaking on stage. Because if somebody has a question, instead of, you know, having that facilitator that goes around passing the mic, I can just throw my catch box to the back of the room and everybody's yeah. like, oh, that's amazing. Whoa. Yeah, that's so neat. Nobody's ever going to forget the girl with the catch box. And no. that, <laughs> that phrase right there is what uh, led led me to a great relationship with Catchbox because I, I actually won my first Catchbox on Twitter. They okay. were doing a they were doing a giveaway, and I shared my logo, which is what I would want to put on the side of it, and I, I ended up winning. And then uh, a year later, I became their brand ambassador. So it's it's growing. Yeah, that's amazing. All from, again, all from Twitter. Like Twitter's, I love Twitter. It's one of the best. <laughs> is that your favorite platform? Definitely my favorite platform. Yeah, I love Twitter too. Instagram's still my favorite platform, but Twitter is right up there. Yeah, Actually, Twitter's right behind it. Yeah, like lately too, it seems like even more. Like I'm spending way more time on Twitter than anything else, it seems like. Yeah, Instagram's cool because, you know, I, I use it for a lot of different things. Um Instagram's cool and what I try to do there is not just double tap, but actually comment sometimes. I find myself scrolling way too much on Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, when I get to scrolling, it's like, oh, let me respond to this person. Let me respond to this person. It's more engaging for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would agree with that. Twitter's awesome. Twitter is awesome. Agreed. So you live in Houston, right? Yes, I live in Houston, Texas, and it's it's rainy season, so we're getting a little flooding right now. I'm so, I hope the thunder isn't coming across too bad on this recording right now. Nope, I don't hear it, so I think you get it. Good, good. <laughs> Yeah, it's a crazy weather these days. Yep. So um, yeah, total opposite side from you. Yeah. I will have to make my way down there one of these days for sure. So you're friends with some of my my peeps over there, and definitely, definitely for sure. I saw up Instagram here. I don't know where it went. Anyway, probably from Social Media Day Houston. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Shout out to my friends from Next Gen Dynamics. If it weren't for them, 
you may not be hearing this. <laughs> they have sponsored this podcast in a massive way, and I really, really, really appreciate them for it. So make sure you check them out on the internet everywhere. It is Next Gen Dynamics, N-E-X-G-E-N Dynamics, literally everywhere, or nextgendynamics.com. Check them out. And honestly, they're so fabulous. It's a team of really, really amazing people. They're super, super talented in all things social media, digital, video, audio, creative, whatever. If you can think of it, they can probably do it. So make sure you check them out. Thank you. And that's the thing. All of all of my social presence has grown this much because of uh, uh, Madeline Scalar. Like I learned, okay. I learned a lot from her. Okay. Um, she, I first met Madeline when she was um, doing a, a a a Twitter chat called Go Girl Girls, <laughs> and it was basically for for uh, women in the music industry because she used to host these events at South by Southwest. And all of the performers were female performers. It was really, really great. Oh, that's and neat. then I realized that she lived in Houston. And we would go out and have drinks. And um, let's see, who else? And Christy <laughs> Gillentine. Yeah, Christy. Uh, we, we all, me, her, and Madeline, we would go out to these really cool places. You know, each time we would uh, hang out, somebody would pick a new spot. And we would just go and talk and brainstorm and share how, you know, we do our social media strategies, our goals. and Man, I, I wouldn't be where I am right now today on Twitter or in the, doing what I do on social without Madeline and wow. my and my close friends here. We talk so much and share so much information back and forth. It's amazing. Uh, and she's she's an OG. She's been you know doing the social media thing forever. So yeah. if there's anybody good to learn from, it was it's definitely from her. She took me under her wing, and I, I am so grateful to her. Shout out to That's Madeline. So cool. Yeah, definitely shout out to Madeline. I love her. She's so great. Yeah, and she's a, she's a great person too. That and that's something that I learned from from her as well. Make sure you're the same person you are online that you are in person, you mm-hmm. know, and her her personality really reflects online, but she's she's just as cool on like in person. Like seriously, you could walk up to her and be like, "Oh, Madeline," and she'll take the time <laughs> to, you know, to talk to you. Yeah. I've, but I've I've, I've also seen yeah. a lot of people get really starstruck by her too because her presence <laughs> is just so big, you know. But she's really really a, a great person to to learn from and She's willing to talk to people and share and share her knowledge, which is, you know, rare with a lot of people on her stature. A lot of people, That's you know, true. have, you know, just don't want to put in the time or have big heads, whatever the case is. But not with Madeline. She taught me a lot. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. I know I've always loved her, but that's that I've never met her in real life yet. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, when you do, trust me, you'll remember this conversation. You know, my Galicia was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Good people. That's awesome. What uh, what else you got for me? Houston is a hot spot, though. You should come hang out for <laughs> yeah, the social media too. soon. Definitely. It's a, it's a good spot uh, with a lot of social media influencers, for sure. And pe- people that you just talk to all the time online, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of people come out here for these things, too. I actually missed last year, so I wasn't able to. I was speaking at a conference. Okay. Yeah, but you should come. 
It's yeah, fun. I definitely want to. It's the it's the number one spot on my list because I just have so many amazing people there. So it's 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 a good one. Good one to meet a lot of people all at once. Being in Canada, it's so hard because everything's so yeah. far away. <laughs> yep, yep. Do y'all have y'all have a social media day in can up there in Canada? Not that I've ever seen. No, I like Toronto has some stuff every once in a while. I live in Ottawa, so it's about five hours away. Oh wow, and. Yeah, Ottawa's got nothing, and I tried to, like, start something up a couple times with people who are bigger than me, and every time it just fizzles, so <laughs> one day we'll get there, maybe. Well, don't stop trying. Yeah, I feel like it's just, um, I almost feel like we're a little bit behind in Canada on things like social media. Yeah. So, I like, I watch my friends in the States, and they're, like, moving at a different pace. It seems like we're a few steps behind, but we'll get there. Yeah, it happens. Like Houston's a really big market, but in a lot of ways we're we're behind on some things too. Like our social media day isn't big as, you know, San Francisco or New York. You know, even yeah. though even though Houston is just as big of a city. So, I mean, it it's it's tricky sometimes. Yeah, it takes time. Build it up and get the right guests or whatever, the right speakers and bring their crowd in and Well, I've got a question for you. Sure. Well, what so this is their this is a you're restarting this podcast. What what made you restart it? What made you come back to the table and want to get it off the ground again? I was like I really love having conversations like this. Like I like hearing about people and learning about new people and for the for a while like I was loving it and then I wasn't loving it, right? So I was getting burnt out and I was taking on too many things, so I had to some had to go. Yeah. And then now I'm now I'm back in a place where I've decided like what's most important to me and having conversations and meeting people like this, even if this podcast never becomes super amazing or whatever, whatever happens with the podcast and the numbers and whatnot. That aside, like I know I'll have lots of conversations with just like cool people. So yeah, I thought I'd try it out again and hope for the best. And so far it's going pretty good. <laughs> well, that's good. That's great news. Podcasting yeah. is is harder than people think, you know. It's it, just it takes a lot of time. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort and especially if your show is kind of like based on guests, scheduling is a nightmare. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I've I've been down that road. <laughs> I had a I had a podcast um with with my friend Noble Crawford and we called it Social Slice. And basically what it was about was uh it was catered toward the AV industry because a lot of people don't use like social media and stuff like that. So a lot of our guests would come on and talk about how they are successful on social media. Okay. And it was really cool. We had Archon Mounts on there. We had Madeline on there, of course. Oh, nice. uh, we had a lot of people on there and it did really well. It was just hard because of scheduling. Not yeah. only between him and I, because he was he was in Dallas and I'm in Houston and we're trying to schedule between our busy our busy schedules, but oh trying to find a time to get the guests on. And so it just kind of became this huge ball of scheduling conflicts. So we uh, we ended that. It went for about a year, and then we ended it. We ended it, and now I've been doing a podcast for a trade show, which is owned by a trade show. It's called Digital Signage Stories, and we talk about all the different digital signage projects um, around the world. Like it's really really crazy, mm -hmm. but that show <laughs> is fun. Not only because I get to learn how these cool tech things are done and showcased, but because it's done on a, on a huge level with a trade show. But again, scheduling is a, is a huge conflict. 
getting salespeople on calls and and texts on on a podcast oh, <laughs> it, it could be a nightmare because they're always oh, yeah. out in the field you know hmm. and then of course you have the time zone issue yeah <laughs> dang time zones I didn't even think of that until you said that and I was like oh yeah that's a thing yeah <laughs> yep that's so funny I'll figure this out eventually yeah, so podcasting is fun, but there's definitely a lot of challenges to it that yeah. people just don't realize, you know, until you actually do it yourself. So it takes a lot of it takes a lot of determination and time. Yeah, and it's just a lot, but it's fun yeah, though. But it's fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to go into this too. Like, I'm not really, I'm not prepping for interviews, so I'm not spending like extra time trying mm. to prep anything. Like, I'm. I'm asking for the handle, your Instagram handle and your Twitter handle, and I'm quick, quickly scrolling unless I know like someone like you who I already know, right? Like I'm scrolling their stuff quickly and I'm just getting the Coles notes of who they may be. And then I'm just letting the conversation flow. I'm trying not to let it stress me out in that regard. Right. You can get too involved in like trying to yep. get the right questions and ask the right things and whatever. So yeah, yep, I'm just trying to just kind of chill with it right now. And the first time around too, I was doing them on Facebook Live as right. well, like and then just taking the audio, and that was even worse because like you either don't look good, <laughs> and yeah. you're like, I don't want to go on camera right now, or the connection is horrible, or it's even worse. So this time, simple setup here, and just trying to keep it kind of chill. <laughs> Yeah, and that's another thing. People, I feel like everybody should be okay starting small. Like, everything doesn't have to be live. Everything doesn't have to be on video. You know, there's just as long as you start, right? Mm-hmm. Just starting sometimes just gets the ball rolling instead of procrastinating because everything isn't perfect. Yeah, totally. And just, like, right now, we're just recording audio. So at the end of the day, there's no, like, pressure to do anything, like, with this. I'm going right. to put it into the podcast app like I'm going to use anchor because they do it for me and there's so many ways to do things simply maybe it's not like the best setup of all time or whatever but yeah you got to start somewhere exactly because if you wait then time's gonna fly by that's the thing I looked up the other day I was 30 and I swear I was just in high school like <laughs> two months ago I know <laughs> yeah, it just flies by Oh, it's just going by so fast. I don't know what's happening. Blink my eyes and I was 30 years old. It's ridiculous. Uh oh. <laughs> so what else can you tell me before I ask you the final six questions? Uh, we talked about the podcasting. We talked about what I do in my day job. We talked about my pets. What's uh, uh what's gonna happen this year for you? What's gonna happen this year for me? A lot. Lots happening this year. I'm talking um one of those trade shows I told you about, it's called Infocom. And that's the biggest trade show for the AV industry in North America. The only other show bigger than Infocom is overseas um, in Amsterdam, and it's called ISE. Mm -hmm. um, I, haven't, I haven't attended that one yet just because it is in Amsterdam, and that's a costly <laughs> fee. Yeah. Um, my, my companies that I've worked for don't pay for me to go to these things. So um, that's, been a, that's been another thing I've made sure to properly invest. But Infocom is coming up next month. Um, I'm I'm speaking three times there uh, oh, wow. throughout the week. Where is so it? So that's it's in Orlando, Florida, oh, nice. at the uh, convention center. Uh, they take up the whole thing. It's a huge show. Cool. So I'm really really excited about that. So you'll probably see some stuff on Twitter floating mm -hmm. around. 
Um, and then I'm going to have a short break. I'm going to take some vacation and then it's back uh, for work because I also do a lot of webinars and presentations for my actual day job. So that's going to be fun. Going to be doing some traveling for that. Um, I actually travel about uh, about 50% with my company. So that's always going to be fun. Wow. Um, Thanksgiving will then be coming and I'll get to go see my grandma back home in Connecticut. That'll wow. <laughs> be great because I haven't seen her in a while. And then uh, Christmas time, I'm going on a cruise. So oh, nice. I'm ready. I'm ready for Christmas to come. <laughs> going to be awesome. on a cruise for five days going to Jamaica. Oh, nice. Yeah, very nice. So really excited about the end of the year just to relax. Um, a lot of events happening in between there, but definitely Infocom is a huge one for me. So I'm just, I'm, I'm pumped. Excited. Congrats. That's very exciting. Yeah, what's going to be going on with you? What should we be watching out for? <laughs> Hopefully lots of this. <laughs> lots of this. The amazing all humans. the amazing humans. Yep. All right. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, that's the, that's the plan. Well, I'm going to be passing along some names because there's some people I want to know about. And I think we're all friends on Twitter. Cool, so yeah. We can get to know each other on your Definitely. podcast. Definitely do that. All right. Are you ready for this sort of rapid fire, but you don't have to answer them super quickly? Round? <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's, let's. <laughs> all right. If you could be a member of any TV sitcom family, which would it be? Sitcom family. Does it have to be an actual family? Or can they just be, like, really, really close? Um, sure. Well, if I could join any TV, like, show, it would yeah. definitely be uh, Law & Order because I would want to work very closely with Olivia Benson because in my mind, I am Olivia Benson. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where, that's where I want to be at. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I just want to be Olivia Benson. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right. The next one is, if you were invisible and could go anywhere, where would you go? I would go, I would go, I would go to an igloo in Finland. I know that's mm. really weird, but it's like very high on my bucket list. I would go there and eat fish for a whole day. Cool. <laughs> but people be like, where's all our fish just going? <laughs> Is it floating in the air? What's happening? Right? Stealing all the fish out of the, out of the little uh, baskets and everything. That's awesome. That's so random. I love it. Would you rather be able to copy and paste in real life or undo in real life? Ooh, undo. Yeah. I definitely will undo more than copy and paste. Wait, copy and paste, and that means you can kind of copy and paste over things, which is kind of like undoing. Yeah. No. Well, eh. you just get an extras of things. <laughs> <laughs> what are you freakishly bad at? Ooh. That's a good one. Uh, I don't know. I'm a really great dancer, so I'm not going to say dancing. Some people <laughs> might say dancing, but I think I'm a great yeah, dancer. Yeah, I would definitely say dancing. Ooh. I think I'm a great dancer, even though some people would say I'm pretty bad at it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm going to have to ponder on that. Hmm. All right. Ponder Spelling. That. Spelling, I can't spelling. Spell. You're the yeah. second person, like, I've had three interviews. You're the second person to say that. I'm awful at spelling. Like, I have Grammarly on all of my devices. Yeah. <laughs> and everything, because I, I'm really, really bad at spelling. My oh, thing cool. is just grammar. Like, I'm not good at, I forget to put periods or commas or mm -hmm. whatever. 
Yeah. What yeah, product? Spelling. Okay. Spelling it is. What product would you stockpile if you found out they weren't going to sell it anymore? Mm, product if they weren't going to sell it anymore. Graham crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I love graham crackers. Alrighty then. <laughs> that's a great question because you just like feel like that speaks volumes to people. All right, it's funny because I was I was really thinking about that the other day. I went to the store and bought bulk of graham crackers. My goodness. Like, so that's a great question. I have not had a graham cracker in a long time. Now I kind of want one. I love graham crackers. Yeah, my. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Mm. What would I say? Be Thank kind. You. I would say be kind. Just everybody be kind. Mm -hmm. I could really get up there and say something cool about what I do or my industry or myself, but I feel that would be like really selfish. And I mm -hmm. think that we all should just find time to be nicer to someone every mm -hmm. day. You know, you never know what anybody's going through. Totally. Completely agree with that. Good answer. Okay, so I guess this is the part where you plug all the things. So whatever you, wherever you want people to find you on the internet or whatever you want them to go read or look at or whatever. Sweet. It's time for the plug. So follow me on Twitter at The Smooth Factor, Instagram at The Smooth Factor, and my website at thesmoothfactor.com. And uh, if you're on LinkedIn, follow me there too. But that's my government name, Alicia Henley. My government name. <laughs> that's right, my government name. <laughs> I will post all of the above in the show notes if I remember. Okay, Hopefully, thanks I remember for having me. Thanks so much for coming on here. You are amazing. And it was really fun chatting with you. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>